Happy holidays, everybody. It's another episode of Behind the Bulldogs. Brandon Worth. Joe Nagy with you. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, early Merry Christmas. You're going early Merry Christmas. I yeah. like it. You fans deserve it. We can't thank you enough. We'll be posting our Spotify wrapped here shortly to see all the great people that are following us. Fantastic stuff, It would stuff, be Joe. huge. It would be very huge. I don't know. Do you want to do a Christmas week episode or are we just going to take a little break? You know what, Joe? I'll raise you one even better. How about let's do a Christmas Day GLI preview? Whoa! You want to do that? I love that. All right, let's do it. So Christmas Day... To, uh, be sure to stay tuned at 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. We'll have Great Lakes Invitational Preview for you at those times. So be sure you be there or be square on WBRN so you don't miss All out. All the cool people are doing it. I hear that's also true, which is crazy because we just told everybody about it and they're already knowing they're already going to do it. Yeah, exactly. So you better tune in or get with the program. Yes. I don't know what you're going to be doing, but we got a great episode for you today. We do. We, we do. got Brody Kaiser. Voice of the Bulldogs, Voice of Bulldog Hockey coming on the show for a nice little interview. Great conversations with him as always. A little bit scaled back sports preview and review because not a lot of stuff's in action, but we still got a great episode regardless. Absolutely. And before we get into the Ferris State sports previews and reviews, we'll give you a big old shout out to our friends over at Car Center, the official sponsor for this podcast. Of course, being the area's largest body shop means the Car Center gets your car back to you faster. When you need body work, request the best, find the Car Center off Northland Drive in Rogers Heights and online at carcentermi.com. Joe, let's hit a Fair State review. Yeah, let's go right into it. I think we should start with basketball because there were some huge, huge, huge wins over the weekend. A little sweep of Ashland from both men's and women's. We're going to start with women's because that's the biggest one. Ashland, guess what, Brandon? Guess what they were ranked coming to this one? Uh, Top two, but not two. Yeah, they were number one. Yes. Ashland was number one. We go into their gym straight up. Play very good basketball, able to get the upset, and that's going to get some very, very much needed ranking or push up us, push us up in the rankings, and that's just a huge, huge deal. I can't even get over. It. And Westendorp, Coach Westendorp had a sick celebration going to the locker room. Oh yeah, around. got the water dumpage. Yep, slid uh, into. It was clean. It was absolutely clean. But especially Chloe Idoni, first ever Gleak Player of the Week, both offense. And defense. That's how dominant she was in that Dang, game. But was, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And it was a team effort nonetheless. And I'm sure that's what Chloe would say if we asked her about it. And that's just uh, the way that that team really has oriented around their culture. Um, but especially, I mean, beating a, a, a regional rival, especially for how good Ashland is, number one team in the nation, us as number 10 on the road. That's an absolutely huge big program win. Obviously, probably one of the best in program history altogether. Uh, and that's just going to drive this team forward over the holiday break. And that's just going to make it even more exciting when we're talking about this team in January uh, with even more experience under the belt. But also, Joe, men's 
dipping into whatever that formula was to beat the Eagles as they do so as well. Wasn't necessarily as close. They win by 15, almost put up a 100-burger in Wink. They just absolutely shot the lights out in that second half. Unstoppable. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough to really stop that team when they're firing all cylinders. We've seen it when Ethan Erickson, Ben Davidson are able to get hot. That's tough to do, but when you got all the guys just doing really well and playing, their assignments are just basically... Playing basketball for fun, it just is really hard to stop this team. And it's huge, especially against Ashland, who on both sides for both men and women are a really big powerhouse in the region. And that's going to get us some really solid points and some really solid momentum going into this holiday break. Absolutely. Ethan Erickson with 19 points. Jimmy Scholler, six rebounds, four steals. Defensive both, player of the week. Too. Both of those guys, offensive and defensive player of the week. That's a four-score complete sweep. That's a clean sweep. Yeah, I just totally realized that. That's a clean sweep. Come on, that's cool. You can't beat it. You really can't. It's it's a great day to be a Bulldog. We got some solid uh, matchups coming up as well for the Bulldogs that we'll be talking about in the... Uh what is it? The slate? The rundown? I, I always forget the slate. segment. Yeah, I always forget our Come on, segment. Come Joe. Here. It's been two I gotta months, I got to step man. it up. I got to step it up. Yeah. We switched from the MVSP to behind the Bulldogs. That was My a big mind's change. getting all big jumbled up. Yeah, that's fair. It was a big change. And we're glad you guys have been able to make the adjustment with us. Final sport. Hockey falls in a single game. Uh, weird weekend against Lake Spears State. Played well the first early on part, parts of this game, especially in the second period, able to score right out of the gate. Uh, Lake State answered, and in a big way, and we just didn't really have a counterpunch. That's really all you can say about it, and it's unfortunate. But it's a good time to get a break before the GLI because these guys just really, you hyper-focus on hockey a lot, and it's a good time just to get away. Think about family, think about friends, think about something other than hockey for a little bit, and then they'll be back ready than ever for the GLI coming up next week. And especially for this break, last year, you know, we had the same thing where we were kind of falling a little bit uh, right before the mid our mid-season break, going into the second season, we kind of find our identity, we play very well, we've we're able to you know, get a nice, solid momentum going into the playoffs as well, where we were able to win round one against Bowling Green. So I'm not really worried about where we're at right now. Everybody, uh, yeah, does everybody get in the playoffs for CCHA? For the Mason Cup? Yeah. I uh, believe so, yes. Yeah, so we're fine. If not, even if it's the bottom two get kicked out, I'm excited to see how this team kind of turns around, especially with the GLI coming up. That's going to be some really solid, I guess, soul searching that we need to do over this break, but I'm excited and very confident in what these guys can do when coming back from a long break. We did it last year. We can do it again this year. Absolutely. It's going to be fun, so be sure you stay tuned for that. We'll have GLI coverage for you once again, Christmas Day, 11 a.m., 5 p.m. on News Radio WBRN, so be sure that you stay tuned for that coming up on Christmas Day. But without further ado, Joe, we got a great interview we got to go to. We really do. So let's swing it to the interview. Now joining us in studio, Brody Kaiser, host of Off the Ice, voice of Bulldog Hockey, an all-around great guy. Brody Kaiser, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. I mean, great guy. That's the the best title you've ever given to a guest right there, I think. It's a deservedly so title. It's a very (laughs) well-deserved title. (laughs) Absolutely. Brody, thank you so much for joining us. We'll start off with a a little bit of a a collaboration shout. Obviously, you've been hosting Off the Ice with the hockey team, and we were able to see all the great success. Uh, Just talk about where that idea came about, uh, choosing Beth as a co-host, and just how that's been going so far. Yeah, well, it's been going great. I actually absolutely love it. I mean, having the guys on a podcast in a sense that's not so much hockey-based is awesome. 
awesome because for me, you know, I get to know the guys a little bit off the ice as well in terms of just not being on the podcast. But on the podcast, other people get the opportunity to learn the guy behind the, the mask and the jersey. And it's that's a good thing. Where the idea came from is actually was pretty much inspired by your guys' show from when you were in college. Ooh, shameless so, plug. Shameless yeah, plug yeah, there shameless for plug. you guys. But no, it was just something that when I was going through the hiring process, it was an idea that I had and I, I brought it up and they liked it and we kind of took it and ran with it. So, but it was inspired by you guys having a show and, and wanted to continue that. And then choosing Beth was a, it was a pretty obvious choice. She does so much stuff with social media and she's been behind the mic before. So it wanted to throw her on there and, and do the co-host and she's an intern for the hockey team as well. And, uh, it's been, it's been going really good. We have a great time every week. We've got an episode coming out. We'll take a week off for the, for the Christmas break next week. I don't know, um, what you guys' plan is with that, but we won't have an episode next week have a little bit of time off and we'll get right back to it for the second semester. Absolutely. Awesome stuff. And obviously you're the voice of bulldog hockey. You took over Harrison Watts reign. The question is, though, a lot of the guys in the CCHA who are the voices of their respective team are a lot older than you. There's a lot of guys. Is there kind of any like what's that dynamic like when you sometimes talk to and meet them when you're so young and they're you know, there's a big age gap. Kind of what is that like when you're kind of going to different spots in the, in the league? I don't think it really makes that much of a difference, honestly. It, the age gap doesn't really play a, pack, a factor for me. It's more so just we're doing a, a like job. You know, we're, I understand the grind now. I understand the, the the work that goes into being an SID and being a broadcaster. So people that can do both is I have equal respect for and I hope that they have that same respect towards me. And I don't really think that the age gap is, is too different, but I do think that I have a unique opportunity as a kid just out of college, you know, and young kid that is a lot younger than a lot of the people that I work in the industry with to to uh, call Division One hockey. So I'm very grateful to Ferris, very grateful to Rob Bentley and Steve Brocklebank and of course Coach Daniels and the hockey staff for giving me the chance as a kid just out of Ferris. Absolutely. And especially, I mean, mad creds to you, especially, obviously both of us do play-by-play. -play. My start was a little old high school football team. You jumped right into Division One hockey mm -hmm. right out of the gate. That is something that not a lot of people get to do. How did you prepare for that? And especially now you're still learning on the fly only half season in. Yeah, well, still learning on the fly is absolutely the right the right phrase because I was just kind of thrown into it. But that's, you know, that's part of the challenge, right? That was part of something that I looked forward to. And as, basically, as soon as I got the job, I knew that I was going to start preparing. So I was I'd go back and watch replays of, of old games and just call over it. Now, obviously I wasn't on a mic or anything, just sitting on my couch in my living room watching old hockey games, but it was that practice and that repetition that made me feel comfortable going into the first game. And I did so much broadcast prep in terms of studying the other team and, and things like that to really feel pretty comfortable. But as you said, I'm still improving, still have a long way to improve, but it's definitely one of those things where I continue to learn each and every time I hop on the mic. Yeah. And as, and especially when you got the job, you didn't really have a lot of time going into hockey season. But when you do have some free time in this super busy schedule, I mean, you got the break coming up as well. What do you really find yourself doing in, in some of those kind of low down days where you got some time on your hands? Well, the, the biggest thing I like to do in my free time is play basketball, play basketball pretty much every day. Shout out to Rob Bentley as well for letting me do that at, at noon ball. And Shout Brandon's out. played a few times as well. So that's oh good. Oh boy, yeah. Um, I've been there. I'm just not good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's all about the fun. That's what, exactly. that's what noon ball is really about. So I try to do that every day. Um, and, and thankfully my schedule pretty much allows for that to happen. Other thing I like to do is golf, but obviously with... Uh, the weather outside right now. There's too much of that white stuff down on the ground. So it's a little tough to golf, but 
during the uh, during the summer for sure like to golf a lot and then right now you know the free time that I do have is pretty much spent even at home just preparing for hockey type stuff and, and other work things but I do play video games and watch TV here and there as well so I get uh, get some free time in I was gonna say we run some duos we have run some duos before <laughs> a few times once in a while Joe and Brody the dynamic duo way much is which one's number one though Oh, Joe is definitely no, better than me at Fortnite. Number one? Okay, that's fair. Well, I guess it depends because building Joe is absolutely better than me at building. Brody's just better in general, though. Okay. I don't Every know. Every time if I would we won't one, you usually beat me. So. Sounds like a good complimentary duo right there. That's really right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Really See, is. that's the main thing is we got to play together instead of against each other. So it's hard yeah. to tell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But especially, uh, obviously, a majority of your job working with the hockey team, obviously going on the road, broadcasting the games, obviously working the communications on their behalf. But outside of hockey, you obviously do a lot of other stuff for a lot mm-hmm. of other sports. Talk about some of the work that you do there. So I do some of the video work. I'm not as good at doing a lot of that video creation stuff as our video guy will is. So a little bit of a, a shameless plug there to Will as well. But Shout out. I do some I do some video work, do some social content, um, obviously do the the off the ice podcast as well. And pretty much just try to help Rob with whatever he needs, because you would not believe how busy that man is. Oh. It's, it's actually it's actually ridiculous how much he is able to balance and immeasurable, incredibly impressive. So pretty much whatever I can do to help him is, is what I try to focus on. But right now that it's just basketball and hockey going on, um, it's a lot of stuff at basketball games, content preparation for video board stuff. We've done some some video shoots with the cold sparks and the uh the smoke for the hockey teams and the basketball teams soccer team as well that that i've done some work with and then other than that it's pretty much just preparing for hockey now that football and soccer and volleyball are are all done yeah hockey never stops man nope grind doesn't stop yeah sports specifically has kind of ramped up the production quality with game days and especially with hockey getting the brand new video boards what was that whole process like from start to finish when you knew that they were getting it? What kind of creative process did you have to kind of make it? Because there's the pregame video. Also, you have all the things for, you know, if a guy scores, you have that kind of highlight video for him. Well, how much did, uh, or I guess, how much creative process did you have uh, from start to finish when you knew those were coming in? So it's an interesting question because we knew the video boards were coming in, but we didn't know if they were going to be ready to go by that first game for Miami series. So I think it ended up being the day before the game that they were officially all the software was installed and the boards were up and ready to go. So we had some content planned, like the individual player shoots we did in the locker room. That was an idea that um, I think Beth and I kind of had that we came up with to just use that stuff. And then Josh Swidema also had the the cold sparks and the um, CO2. So he was trying to think of ways that we could use that for cool stuff. And then other than that, it was just, okay, we knew we needed some hype videos. So Josh made one, I made one, and we kind of worked at looking through the script and finding where we can put them. And we're still learning ways we can use the video board. I think we're, we're continuing to get better as we have more and more content, more and more time. And I'm definitely looking forward to next summer when we have a full couple months without hockey going on to just focus on how can we make next year's hockey season even better in terms of content wise. So creative process. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It was definitely not just me that that had the ideas. In fact, it was probably mostly a couple other people that did a lot of the creative process for that, but there is a lot that goes into even putting stuff on that video board. And I really hope that the fans like it because I get to wear, I'm wearing the headset during the, during the games, but I still get to kind of follow along with the video board, you know, so it's, it's cool, I think. And people seem to enjoy it. Yeah, I will be the first one to admit I am actually much more distracted than Brody is whenever we're on the call together. <laughs> like if you'll be talking about something and I'm looking up like, hey, emoji movie games up on the video. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah they're scoring really well. And I have to like kind of go up there. But uh, especially with um, being able to be on the headset and obviously complimentary, something a lot of other schools actually don't get to do, you know, obviously having the TV stream as well being streamed with radio. So it's all together uh, when it talks about especially for the preparation you do for both. 
both um, in consideration of broadcasting and obviously everything leading up to the game. Uh, how much collaboration is there, especially with working with operations, working with communications and obviously the TDMP group would do a great job even every week. So luckily, because Harrison was so good at his job for so long, everyone was kind of on the same page when I took over and just had to quick check in with everybody and made sure nothing was going to change or be super different. And I'm sure a lot of things, you know, that I do are a little bit different than Harrison in terms of tempo and, and cadence and things like that. But for the most part, we're working with professionals, man. Like I know that I know that these people are they've got my back. So I, my job is really pretty easy when we're at home, for sure. You know, and, and everyone else has got control of the system. And Steve Masters over at 97.3 does a great job running the board for us on the radio station. And for the most part, Ferris collaboration, right? That's one of the core values. So it, it works well. And you can definitely tell that the people working behind the scenes know what that means. Absolutely. And obviously with hockey, there's a lot of iconic calls, either NHL or just a lot of levels. Have you kind of figured out something that's going to be your like calling card, especially when it comes to radio? Have you kind of figured something out that you're going to try to either call in a shot a certain way? What Have you kind of figured out something that's going to be your, your staple on the air? So that's one thing that I feel like I actually still need to find and, and define for myself is what's going to be my signature while I'm on the mic. So maybe I'll have to be back in the show next year and I'll have a better answer for you. But as of right now, no, I don't so actually think... Yeah, I don't think that I actually have a, a signature thing. Maybe I do and I don't know, but like when I go back and listen, like I don't really think there's anything that stands out that I do that's labeling my my play by play. But um, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to find something for sure. Cause I do think that's one spot that's probably missing. Yeah, we should put out a fan poll, maybe. Hey, what's what should be BK's signature call on the <laughs> Take take some ideas from the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe they'll know, you know. A little collaboration. Yeah, I remember hearing a story about uh I think it was Kevin Harlan, his um uh what a play, and that it that was not something that he drew up. That was just something that the fans were like, Oh, we love when you say that. And he's like, Really? And that that just kind of became his signature. It's like the Mike, Mike Breen bang. Yeah, 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 sometimes you just never know. Yeah, sometimes it comes about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe I do say something that People know me by already, and I just don't know because I'm not like putting the the mental effort into fit, you know constantly saying that phrase. But never know, so never know, especially. But obviously, taking a step back here, obviously you were a student with us here at Ferris mm -hmm. State Sports Communication. What drew you to sports communication, and what drew you to Ferris in the first place? So that's actually really interesting because for the longest time going through school, I wanted to be a doctor. I was I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. So when I was looking for schools, or was that junior year of high school when you started looking for colleges? Somewhere around there, yeah, yeah, something like that. I was trying to think of places that I wanted to go that could focus on biology and then eventually go into the, the, med the medical field. And it came down to signing for a college to go to. And I was like, I don't want to do that at all. I mean, not even a little bit. So I was like, what, what do I like and what am I good at? Okay, sports. And how can I combine that with something that I can put a degree to? So I came to Ferris because my dad came here. And he's an alum. So on a visit, I met with Dr. Allspot, actually, because I knew that I wanted to do something in the sports field. And she's like, oh, this is perfect. She put me on Sportscom and I never looked back, never changed my major, never had thoughts of changing my major. And uh, yeah, it was really once I made that decision to move away from the medical field that I thought I was going to do for my entire life, basically, I haven't looked back since. Wow. Orthopedic surgeon to sports broadcast. Yeah, a little bit different of How a path that? there. Yeah, quite, a little, quite a little change in that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Big flip flop. I, yeah. At one point, actually, ironically, I was interested in kinesiology in my middle school. Okay, yeah, as well. yeah. So kind of similar there, I guess. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a doctor when they're. Yeah, that's they true. realize that's you know ten years of schooling. True. Yeah. And a lot of student loans. Yep, so exactly. Not really the move to go. But especially for you, Brody, I mean, you've already been able to kind of make your mark, especially with being able to do so well with hockey and stuff like that. But when you look in these next few years, especially, I mean, you talked about stuff that you want to improve on with, you know, creative or 
content quality and stuff like that. But what are some things, especially in this kind of next little break that you get that you're going to be working on for the second half of the season? That's that's a really good question because there's always there's always things that we can do to try to improve. And I think the biggest thing right now is we're trying to improve the fan experience at hockey. That's been a big motto of ours during during this whole season. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. There's still room to go. So one of our big things that we're going to be working on next semester is the Star Wars night at hockey, the promotional night that we're doing. I'm super, super excited for the Star Wars night. Um, so we're going to be putting some big effort into that, trying to make some cool videos that maybe cross over a little bit between the hockey team and some Star Wars type stuff. And, and figuring out ways that we can get the fans engaged for that night. But other than that, we got, you know, it's a quick turnaround. We got a, got a tournament next week at the time of recording this for the, or two weeks from now at the, at the GLI down in Grand Rapids. So we got that going on and then we're right back at home for Bemidji on the fifth and the sixth, I think it is, or the first weekend in January. So we'll be focusing on those two things specifically for hockey. And otherwise we're just trying to keep the, the fan experience as, as good as we can make it because that's what we're here for. You know, we, we want the athletes to succeed and, and for our position, that's, that's the most important thing, but we also want people to come to a game and, and have a good time. Absolutely. One last question for you, Brody. We know he asked you a long time ago, last time you were on the show. Has it changed your favorite thing about being a Fair State Bulldog? I still think my favorite, I'm, I can't remember exactly what I answered. It has been a little bit since I've been on the podcast, but I'm pretty sure that I said something about opportunity. And I would say that that's still my answer. Um, the opportunity that Ferris presents is unbelievable. If you're a student, you know, you have a chance to actually do work that you want to do. And and as long as you are able to capitalize on that opportunity, it's it's right there out in front of you. And that's why I feel like I'm I'm here today talking to you guys and, and having this position to be the voice of the Bulldogs and work with Ferris State student athletes, which is such a great spot to be in, is because of that opportunity that the university presented me. And I hope that anyone out there listening right now can can also take advantage of the opportunities because they are there. Absolutely. Well, Brody, thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully you have a great call at the GLI. And uh, thanks so much. Thanks, guys, for having me. Really appreciate it. Big thanks go out to the voice of the Bulldogs, Brody Kaiser, for stopping by the show. You can also check out Off the Ice, their podcast, as well as co-hosted by Bethany McKinney uh, over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, as well, kind of where you can find these shows um, to learn more about Ferris State hockey uh, as we approach now into the GLI. But before we get into the Ferris State Sports Slate and the GLI prep, Joe, uh, here you have a read that you have to go through now. Yeah, we need to pay the bills. And it's a huge thanks because that interview was brought to you by the Car Center in Big Rapids. The Car Center does body work on all makes and models and when you need body work i'm talking to you request the best request the car center off north and drive in rogers heights and online at carcentermi.com check it out are you saying that my car is trash I'm not saying that it's trash i'm just saying if you, you said want to you check, i'm just saying it does work on all make and models so i said when you need body work if I'm, maybe somebody's driving a car that needs body work. I don't know. Driving their car right now and it's like rattling down the side of the road. I actually need work If you on my don't brakes. need body work, don't get body work. But if you do, check out Carson. That's all you got to say. Okay, there you go. I actually need work on my brakes. So not quite the body work, but if it were, I would go there to the car center. So for sure. Check them out. Rogers Heights uh, for all your car needs for body work. So, but we get into the Fair State Sports slate here, Joe. Uh, big matchup as we're recording today. Likely as this is released, it'll be yesterday uh, against the Yellow Jackets in men's hoops. Yeah, Cedarville is going to be coming to town. We were able to watch, I mean, not really watch, but we saw the shoot-around happening a little bit while we were walking in to record this episode, so that was kind of cool. But other than that, Brandon, there's really not much going on this week uh, before we release our next episode uh, coming up. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we obviously have GLI coming up next Thursday, uh, 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in Grand Rapids against the Michigan State Spartans. We'll talk about that a little bit on next week's show, which, by the way, is slated to be an absolute banger. If you're a fan of hockey, you are going to love it. it. You're going to like it a lot. That's all we're going to say. I don't think the duo that we have slated and scheduled to be on the show has ever been interviewed together. Ever. Yeah, so this is a premiere. Yeah, so you want to stay tuned next week. Anyway, they also play on Friday, Thursday hockey, that is. Um, that will be TBA time. It'll be at Van Andel, uh, depending on how we do in the first yeah. night. Obviously, if tournament we, format. Yeah, if we win against Michigan State game one, we play the winner of Michigan Tech and Alaska Anchorage. If we lose against Michigan State, it's just the other way around. We play the loser of that game, and we have the, the first game of the night. So. Yes. It'll be fun. A little bit changed up. You yes. Know how it goes. Also, if you are around, uh, there will be men's basketball against Fanshawe. That game is going to be at 3 o'clock uh, there on that Friday, um, as well as there will be another game on Saturday uh, there against Kuiper. Both of those games at home, and that'll round out the 2023 year in sports. Yeah, we might be talking about it a little bit more uh, in next week's episode, but definitely tune in because we have a really cool interview with some really great guests that we are very excited for. We love them a lot, and uh, you definitely don't want to miss out. Absolutely. But until next week, take care, everybody.